Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Business of Show Business podcast with me, your host, Jamie Boddy, unpacking the skills needed for the entertainment and creative industries and celebrating those already in them. The teaser trailer and the first two episodes are out. Give a little listen to the teaser trailer because it has a little sneak peek of some of the amazing interviews I have with creatives in the industry that will be coming out this season. The format of the podcast will always be a solo show, myself tackling an element of the business side of show business, followed by an interview with someone who's in the industry. So it's going to be A, B, A, B, A, B. So don't panic. It's not just going to be me in your ears the entire time. And I thought I would start off my first solo show tackling marketing for creatives. Marketing is the backbone of you as a business. Your talent and your skills will secure you the job, but we need to get you out there and get you seen by the people that you want to be seen by. So whether you are an actor, dancer, producer, dance school owner, agent or small business, you have to market yourself and your brand. So let's get cracking with the first episode. I hope you enjoy. As a creative, whether you are currently in a contract or freelancing, you are a product. And because of this, you have a personal brand. You may not know what your personal brand is yet, but you have probably touched upon elements of it when you are trying to figure out your casting type. In a nutshell, I like to think of your personal brand as what someone says about you when you leave the room. You rarely compliment someone to their face or say the negative aspects to their face. You would never be like, Oh, you are always so punctual. You turn up on time. You've got the energy that lights up the room. If someone does say that to you, yes, keep that person in your life. You need them. But the likelihood is they're going to say whether it's positive or negative about you when you leave the room. It could be that you're always late, don't retain choreography, or that you are helpful in the rehearsal room, punctual, or always send a thank you email. Whatever it is, people have an opinion of you, and you want to take control of your personal brand and get people saying the right things about you when you leave the room. Like all products, you will do better in some markets than others. And like all successful products and personal brands, you have to market yourself. So I want you to think of yourself as the solution to someone's problem. If you need a new outfit for a press event or you just go to your favourite shop or where you buy your clothes online and purchase it. Or if you need a new phone, you look at what's out and you buy the one that fits with you, whether it's the features it has or financially it's what you can afford. This is no different to the service of products that you offer as a creative. So whether you are just purely a service-based creative, like you are a singer, dancer, actor, and it's the skills you offer, or you could have a side hustle where you are a makeup artist, a personal trainer, an author, and actually have tangible products you sell. An example of this is if you are a performer, you are the solution to the creative team's problem because they need to find someone to cast in that role. If you are an author, there will be someone out there looking to read your book. You just need to find and get your book or your product or your service in front of the right people. But do remember you are not the solution to every problem. And like most products, you may have to rebrand, upskill or release new features. And these are the features and skills and services you already have, but you need to unpack them to the world. This will make you more employable. Think an iPhone, they release a new one every year to every two years with new features and people buy it. If you go into an audition room and just sing 16 bars of a song, there's no way in those 16 bars that you could unpack all the amazing skills and qualities you have as a creative, as a human being and as a performer. As creatives, you are the CEO of your own business and personal brand. You are your own chief finance officer. You are your own social media and marketing manager. And you're in charge of networking and securing new work. 
For some performers, they might not have to tackle all of those elements because they have a healthy relationship with their agent or their manager. But for a lot of creatives and freelancers out there, you need to work to cultivate your own personal brand and create your own work or secure the work that you want to get. You have to remember you are building a career, one that is hopefully sustainable and what you want it to be. Sometimes by chasing a particular credit too intensely may mean you are not open to other opportunities. Or by going to a particular audition or doing a job because you feel others in the industry think you should do that or you need to be seen at that isn't always the best combination. Of course, having a goal is important, but you have so much to offer as a creative. You are a multifaceted being, so don't void the world of all you have to offer. A marketing term I like to apply to life as a creative is ROI, return on investment. You have spent so long getting to where you are, investing your time and your money, so you want to get a great return on your investment, and that return on everything you have put into your career is securing work, which will also therefore generate income. By marketing yourself, you'll be able to get the best return on the time and energy you have put into already crafting your career. You might be feeling a bit overwhelmed right now thinking, why do I have to market myself? I just want to sing and dance. But don't worry, you are probably doing some form of marketing already and you just might not even realise it. Do you have a website? Do you have active social media accounts or a YouTube channel? Are you on Mandy.com, Spotlight or any other online platform like that? If you tick any of those boxes, you are doing a type of marketing. So, phew, don't panic too much. But over the rest of this episode, I'll be giving you some tips and tricks on marketing. And as the season goes on with this podcast, you'll be learning more about the business skills needed and also hearing from industry professionals. I'm not going to lie to you, marketing yourself correctly takes time. But once you've invested that time, it gets easier. I understand these are unbillable hours and you have to work and audition. But when you are having your life admin day, spend a little bit of time implementing some of these upcoming marketing tips and tricks. If you pay for a dance class or a singing lesson, why not also invest the same amount of time in yourself? Now, if you look at yourself as a business, you need to think of a business strategy. This will help when it comes to marketing yourself. And also, once you know what your brand and your product is, it's not really marketing. It's just you talking about yourself and all the skills you have. One thing I suggest writing down is key dates in your calendar, whether this be upcoming auditions, networking events, shows you are performing in, shows you're going to see, friends' birthdays, anywhere where there's a chance for you to showcase your brand. And I don't mean turn up at your at a networking event or singing or dancing, but there might be people at that networking event you want to meet with. So you need to arm yourself with what your what you have to offer and what your brand is. This is just one key part of strategy, looking at dates which you can use to produce content or advertise your personal brand. And not only is it key dates in the fact of a masterclass you may be attending, a show you are in or a show you're going to see, or upcoming auditions and how you can cater content around that, but also key dates or awareness days throughout the year that can apply to you and your personal brand, such as award ceremonies, Olivier Awards, Watson Stage Awards, Are you in a show that's been nominated or in a show in the past that's been nominated, someone you know that's been nominated? 
It could also be World Ballet Day. Is there a post, is there something you can bring out of your archive content that applies to that? If you are in the health and wellbeing sector, is there a World Hydration Day or Hydration Week, for instance? Is there any content you can produce that's a nice way to talk about the skills you have at your brand and also piggybacking off that key awareness day that's already out there? Another element to take into consideration is your desired outcome. Do you have a clear goal or set of goals in mind? This all has to be put in place when thinking of your strategy. It could be there's a particular show you want to be in. It could be a new agent or new client you want to secure an audition for or a meeting with. Remember, it is a marathon, not a sprint. You are building a career. You don't just want a flash in the pan. This will also help you market yourself. So it could be, right, I have a show coming up. I want to invite that agent. Let me do that. Think of ROI, that return on your investment. It's also not hard to market yourself when you have a clear goal or goals and a strong understanding of what you have to offer and what you want. Remember, you are an expert on you and need to stand out from the crowd. And you have to unpack all of those skills and what you have to offer. Don't leave your talent in the audition room or in that meeting. As I said earlier, if you're in an audition and only sing 16 bars, or if you're in a meeting with an agent and it's only 20 minutes in a loud coffee shop, there's no way you can showcase everything you have to offer and your worth and your joy for what you do in that short space of time. You can be the best actor in the world, but if no one knows about you, then you're not going to be able to sell yourself and your product. You need to be sure of who you are, what you want to do and how to position yourself in the industry. People like to buy, but they don't like to be sold to. And it's not selling when your personal brand is authentic and matches who you are. And what I mean by that is, say you need a new outfit for press night. If someone has said to you, you need to spend £100 on a new press night outfit for tomorrow, you're not going to not going to want it because they're sending it to you where if you think I've got a press night tomorrow or I've just got paid I'm just going to pop out and see what I can get you love to buy so next up are a few ways in which you can start to market yourself or actionable things you can start to implement over the next coming weeks your headshot I know it sounds silly but the amount of people I have consultations with or work alongside with with their show and their artwork or their headshot does not show really what the show is or what their product is or who they are as an actor or an actress if you are an actor actress singer dancer your headshot is your logo that needs to be the same logo you use for all business purposes so the headshot that casting director sees on the table needs to be the same that's your Twitter profile picture things like that so there's not a disconnect if you are a advertising a show or a product does the imagery showcase what it really is don't make people have to work to find you or your product if you know what your casting type is or what kind of shows you want to do make sure your photos represent that that embodies you if there's particular agents or creators or shows you want to be seen by look at the photographer headshot photographers they are using for the clients on their books can you get your headshots done by them little things like that will help with you getting your brand out there and achieving your goals Marketing tip two is your showreel. YouTube is the second biggest search engine after Google. So you need to have something on there. So it could be a case of a minute, two minute, three minute demo showreel. It could be a trailer from a show you're in. If your creative business is more along the sides of yoga, personal training, it could be a welcome trailer or a 30 second trailer talking about who you are. The third tip is social media, which I'm sure all of you do in some capacity, whether you use it regularly or not. You've heard the term triple threat and people quite often ask me what platforms should they be on and what they should be using for business. 
and it all comes down to your time and capacity what can you give that will do justice to your brand so i say be a triple threat on social media so maybe for me it'll be instagram twitter and then i do have a facebook business page for you it might be you've got your youtube channel that you actively update all the time it could be the fact you're then on instagram and twitter don't worry about splitting your time and focus across several platforms to start with work on the ones that you can truly represent your brand and be active and be a expert in you on and if you've got time and capacity grow that out as visual people as creatives i recommend that everyone is on instagram and then pick your other platforms in relationship to that twitter is actually quite a gold mine for castings and there was an episode coming up later on in the season talking about why i think all creatives should be on twitter Marketing tip four is websites. So websites aren't for everyone to start with, but I highly recommend over time and as your career and your brands and your products gain awareness is to have a website. It's basically the same as having your spotlight page, but it's more catered to you and curated how you want it to be. It's your one-stop shop, it's your dream home. With social media, if the algorithm changes or platform goes down, your power is taken away, your ability to sell yourself is taken away in that time. Where having your own website, which you control, allows you to have the power and what people see about you and your brand. Again, there will be another episode breaking down websites and SEO later on in the season. Another marketing tip is called direct marketing. And this is if you've ever emailed someone directly or reached out to them on Facebook or LinkedIn, this is direct marketing. Make sure you stay professional when you reach out to someone. If you have a connection with them already, you've met them, you're connected on social media, fantastic. Always maybe try and attach that identifier if you have met them in the email. Give clear clickable links or uploaded um, promotional tools that you have. So it could be the fact of you've just been in a show that's had an amazing review, maybe hyperlink that review in it or have a link to your showreel. Don't make people have to work hard to hunt to find you and your brand. Again, you are the solution to their problem. Problem, make it as easy as possible and the sixth and final tip I'm going to talk about is network marketing so this is if you're out at an event if you are at an awards ceremony and you speak to people everyone has two ears and only one mouth listen don't go straight in for the oh what can you do for me think what can you do for them what do they do invest that time and always follow up with someone within 48 hours of meeting if you're not able to get their business details because they don't have a business card. Do reach out on social media. That's a fantastic way to connect with someone. So in a nutshell, that is basic marketing 101 for creatives. As this season goes on, I'll be unpacking these skills a lot more and diving a lot deeper into them. So do stay tuned and do go check out the first interview with Nalika Bose. And it talks about rocking a niche and how to solidify yourself as an expert in the industry. If you are feeling particularly friendly, do leave me a lovely little review on iTunes and I'll be back next week with more episodes.